This is the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Charlotte and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Alexia J. <laughs> this is the podcast where we sweatily watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. Oh my God, and why are we sweating, you ask? Because we both have... La coronavirus. La COVID, la COVID. It finally came to Oceania and boy, is it sweeping the nation by storm. <laughs> the it is. Virus that stopped the nation. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have it, get it. Oh, what are you doing? So much fun, you guys, especially when it's hot outside. Mm, yeah. It feels good. Yeah, so we both have COVID. We're both isolating at the moment. We caught it completely separately. We haven't seen each other in a few weeks. Uh, yeah. It just so happens that we synced up. So. At the same time. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling, my love? Look, I'm on day six okay. of uh, isolation mm. and physically feeling so much better. Fatigued, Great. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally... I'm so close to snapping. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I'm feisty. I'm going to be a little mean this episode. Great. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I went out. I want to go outside. Yes. Um, last night I went and stood on our rooftop for way too long. <laughs> uh, just staring at the moon. Okay. Just be, just be like, it's me and you. It's just me, me and you, baby. Fucking you. Did you yell at it? No, oh, okay. I, w- I whispered. Right. <laughs> Far more menacing. <laughs> it is, actually. <laughs> I do a lot of whispering at the moon lately. Whispering uh, threats. <laughs> I think I finally finally have my breaking point in this pandemic. I think I found it, and it's this. This is it. It's good to know. Okay, when you whisper at the moon, that's when to just take some stock of some things, Yeah, I guess. All right, yeah, good yeah, to yeah. know. Yeah. How are you? No, look, I haven't whispered at the moon yet, but... Uh, I'm not far off. I, yeah. I, I'm feeling all right. Just, yeah, head coldy and just more, super lethargic. Just can't, can barely move. Mm. Um, but, and yeah, that's it. I'm on day four. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we've been isolating, we've been watching some things. What have you watched yes. this week? What do you recommend? Oh, my God. I have watched so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... Our Patreon last week, I rattled off a bunch yes. uh, of, oh my God, let me get my list up here. This is. Yeah, we, you had so many, we had to split them between the Patreon episode and the main feed episode. And the main feed, okay. I would like to do a double recommend though of Ooh. the Netflix series Cheer. Um, I already posted about it on my Instagram recently and I love talking about it with anyone who wants to talk about it because it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um I would like to give an anti-recommendation to the movie Rocket Man. Uh, okay. A, it's literally just Elton John wrote it and it's him jerking himself off he for wrote two it? hours. Is it like yeah. a biopic? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. wrote it himself. Yeah, about himself. That should not be allowed. That should yeah. be illegal in Hollywood. It's in show so, business? No. Yeah. Honestly, if you want to watch it – Watch it through those eyes and it makes it hilarious because cool. every character is like, you'll never make it Elton John because you're a fat little nobody and nobody cares about you, you stupid little gay boy. And you're like, no, that is not how every person treated you in your life. Because you I wouldn't re- have made it if they did. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said yes along the way. 
Yeah. He's like, my life was really hard and everyone was mean to me the whole time. But guess what? Now I'm Elton John. Um, and you're like, that's not how it happened. Yeah. But <laughs> fine. Fine. Um, but my prior recommendation is uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Ah. Uh, it's a movie from 2013. I When I saw the trailers, I was like, that looks terrible it looks awful uh and then the other day i was feeling a movie that was colorful Mm. but adult Mm. uh and this is what came up on the google searches and it was so lovely and heartwarming uh and very colorful and adult and loved it loved it amazing great Um, what about you alexia i have Oh, I recommend the at least first three episodes of the new season of Ricky Gervais' Afterlife. Oh, I saw that came out. Yeah, and I've started watching it. It's just as good as the first two seasons already. It's everything you want from it. And fuck, he's he's such a good writer. I just, it's so crazy how good of a writer he is. Like compared to, I don't know, how do you feel about Ricky Gervais' stand-up? What's your? Uh, oh, not particularly. I mean, I haven't watched his stand up to be honest. I've seen mm. him host award shows, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I feel bad because how he started of like being like snarky and like taking celebrities down. I was like, that's like cool. I haven't seen that before. And then when he did it the like ninth Fourth time, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, oh, they're the famous people are just jerking themselves off with this now. Yeah. Like this is yeah. Sorry, there's so much chat about jerking off. Um, <laughs> Look, place. when you whisper at the moon, you don't yeah. know what, what's going to come up. <laughs> I whisper at the moon and I say, why is everyone jerking off? What's going Tell me this secret moon. What's going on with this world? Why is it coming to? Jerking themselves off in Hollywood. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm so oh. sweaty. Um, no, you're doing great. You're doing so great. Anyway, so, um, so that's what I think of. Okay. So my, like, I like Ricky Gervais and I used to like his stand-up. Definitely on a rewatch in recent years, I'm like, okay, well, I just think you can just tell he didn't start as a stand-up. It's not completely for me. I can pick and choose mm. some bits, but on a, on a whole, not so much. But his fucking talent at writing TV shows with heart and humor and wit and oh my god, he's just excellent at it. Every every single series he's written has knocked it out of the park for me. And Afterlife is just great, and he's such a great actor too. He's so natural. And anyway, so if you're an Afterlife fan, jump on season three right away. It's amazing. And if you're Hell not, yes. jump into season one. Just get the Do tissues it. ready. My boyfriend Luke did call it sadness porn at one point because I was crying so much. And then I was like, but that's what I want. That's what I'm here for. I mm. fucking love sadness porn. Like At the moment, yes. Yes, give me something to cry. I'm tired. I'm fragile. Let's go. Yes. So that's my recommendation for this week. Nice. Nice, nice. All right. Shall we move nice. on to, we haven't done this one in a while because we've been having all these guests and stuff. But yes. Seeing as it's just you and me today, my love, should we move on to nice people say nice things? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I've got two this week. Just a quick one up top. Sean on Instagram says he just loved the Holes episode. We are both the highlight of his listening week. So big shout out to Sean. You're Thank amazing. Thank you, Sean. This one's a bit of a longer one. I will 
race through, but this one's from Jack on Patreon, and he said that it's okay for us to read this out. He said, hey, Alex and Beck, finally getting around to writing this after years of enjoying your content. The podcast is fantastic. I'm an OG listener from Ep1, but crucially, the show got me through a lot of boring and tough moments when I was in London away from family and friends. In the first three-month lockdown, the only human interaction I had was with the local Aldi checkout chick. So to hear two Aussie-accented comedians shred apart the movies that I was watching each night to pass the time was hilarious. I take great joy in you guys discovering that you actually enjoy a particular bit of dude cinema while also laughing my ass off as you rip apart all the dodgy films and tropes that I had never properly thought about. It really kept my spirits up. Oh, so that's from Jack. Jack, thank you, Jack. That's I'm so glad that we could be comforting to you. Yeah, that's really um, nice. That's really sweet. I, and I hope you're doing okay mm. now. Yeah. Uh, I hope you've had so much human interaction. I hope you're kissing and tonguing yeah. and maybe with the Aldi checkout chick. Like maybe yeah, that was maybe. like a cute. Maybe this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship and relationship. Maybe we'll review the movie about your love story. Oh my god. I love it. I love it. He also then um, went on to another just more Patreon-centric message. <laughs> but um, I would just like to shout out that he did use a hashtag cancel Justin and hashtag and Nick Jonas because his Marius was the worst. So, Oh, my God. And then hashtag bring him home more like send him home. Look, that's very niche. But, Jack, that made my day. Thank you so much. Hell yes. If you are not part of the Patreon, you have missed out on our entire, what is it, five deep dives on all different boy bands. Yeah. And there are some strong opinions about Senor Justin Timberlake and Senor Nick Jonas. Jonas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So should we get into the movie that we're here to speak about today? Yes. Yes. fan myself. Yeah, I can hear it on the microphone. you can hear it? Sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Apologies, everyone. Sorry. Okay. So this week we are talking about uh, a very special movie. It's been on everyone's lips. Mm. Uh, Everyone's real lips or fake lips? (laughs) Conscious lips or subconscious lips? Is that how it works? I don't know yet. Okay. So we are talking about part four of the Matrix series, Matrix Resurrections. Yeah. Yes. What did you yes. think this movie would be about, Rebecca? Look, I, uh, I'm i going to pretend like I didn't read a bunch of articles about it before I saw it. Gotcha. <laughs> I it still thought it was not going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, we all saw the third one. We all saw Neo die, uh, die hard mm-hmm. to <laughs> use did. a dude cinema term. They really were like, did. and done done uh over no more all done it's been done 20 years (laughs) we're done he died 20 years ago yeah so I was like this is gonna be a lot of reaching and I think I was right I think I was right in that I think look the the title says it all matrix resurrections it's like okay we get it he comes back to life well done yeah um Alex, what did you think uh, it was going to be about? I had no idea because I really, like, I liked the first three Matrix movies. Like, I liked them, but I still didn't really completely follow the plot line or I wasn't super invested. So I didn't even, couldn't even really remember that they died at the end of the last one. And I couldn't remember, like, where the worlds ended or sat at that time. So I really had no expectations going into this at 
all except the fact that I probably wouldn't be following what was going on. That was mainly my prediction. (laughs) Shall we jump in? Yes. Let's get it. Thomas, you seem particularly triggered right now. Can you tell me what happened? I've had dreams that weren't just dreams. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. Plagued by strange memories, Neo's life takes an unexpected turn when he finds himself back inside the Matrix. That's it. And then there's about two and a half hours more of plotline after that. So. (laughs) I mean, I guess they don't want to give away any spoilers. Um, True. Okay. So. Yeah, well, I guess there'll be spoilers in this, just FYI, everyone. Yes. But, Beck, if for anyone who hasn't seen The Matrix Resurrections and doesn't necessarily feel the need to, how would you rec- uh, how would you describe this movie? I would describe this movie as a steaming hot pile of arguments in a movie executive's boardroom <laughs> that tumbled onto a script and then <laughs> fell into a studio <laughs> and face planted into the movies. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, uh, there at multiple points in this movie, I think they just gave, uh, and there was so many fights about it, just every 20-minute segment was given to a different executive and they were like, all right, fine, you write 20 minutes, you write 20 minutes, you write 20 minutes, and then... Everyone gets their say in the movie. Oh, my God. And that's it. No more fights. That is the exact writer's room of this film. Holy shit. Because there were points where I had – first it started and I was like, no hope. No, no hope. This is a mess. Keanu looks tired. Mm. He's the executive of a gaming company, Company. but he's only made one game and he's actually not in charge of anything – they just kind of keep him in a prison mm-hmm. and they're like, you're the guy that made the game. And I was like this. And then there was a lot of like breaking the fourth wall of being like, we shouldn't make a fourth Matrix the game. Dude, the <laughs> self-referential breaking fourth wall shit about the fourth Matrix versus the sequel to the Matrix game was disgusting i rude it it was was rude rude. it was rude i was like i felt like assaulted in my brain i was like i get it okay i get it you guys know that this is a fourth movie and you know that there's another game coming out and they're both called a fucking hell it was too much (sighs) it was too fucking much and it was I okay because it started out and I was like no this is gonna be bad and then they 
spend the next like 30 minutes just like relaying the movie the matrix one it's a clip show they just showed like the highlights reel and they're like check out this isn't this awesome it's a pretty cool right clip show i was (laughs) was like am i watching the like felt like the music video to the main song from the matrix like that's what this feels like you know back in the 2000s and 90s when the main (laughs) song to a movie would include slightly blurred clips of the movie that's what this felt like yeah yeah and i thought at first i was like okay they're just chucking a couple in for nostalgia but they're throughout the entire movie Mm. the whole thing that was rude too stupid and then uh it got into like the action sequences again and like the hijinks of it and i was like oh okay they're getting back some they're getting them back yeah climbing up climbing up and then the end there was like seven different endings and I'm mm. not being like, oh, which one's the real, uh, which universe oh. are we in? What's the real uh, universe? What's the matrix? But no, just like it kept ending and then another problem will come up and then ending and another problem will come up. And then in the most <laughs> bold, overconfident, reckless, stupid endings of uh, flabbergasted is the word I would use. <laughs> flabbergasted that they would end the film like this. Okay, because you with- told me that the ending was ridiculous. So I was like, ooh, yummy, yummy, waiting for it. And it f- delivered. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm glad. I'm glad it delivered because we were in the cinema and we're like, and finally, end of the film. That delivered the last shitty line. I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't great, but whatever. Mm. But then they had to do one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) They had to do one more thing to push us all over the fucking edge. And the movie ends with a shot of Neo and fucking Trinity flying off, not, not, not Matrix, like whirling away, holding hands, Superman style into the sunset. Flying off. Sorry, is the Matrix planning a pivot into the Marvel universe or what the fuck was that? If so, they're not welcome. <laughs> they are not welcome. After that. I was like, that's got to be a blooper. Like, that's got that's a joke that has to be and because they didn't just like hold hands they were smiling like grinning yeah. ear to ear it wasn't like all yeah. right next mission <laughs> they were like yay we did it <laughs> what the hell what do you think that's about i i are they i think it's be made one? are they like Dude, that was someone driving the knife in. That was someone yeah. at Warner Brothers being like, how dare you defy me? This is the last shot. Twist yeah. that knife. Yeah. That that executive's 20 minutes that they wrote in the writer's room got cut. And so yeah. instead they were like, we'll give you one thing. You can decide the final shot of the film. And he was like, yeah. sick. Yeah. I'm about to fuck you guys. <laughs> Okay, so it's uh, it's a ridiculous film. Like it is. I don't yeah. know what I wanted or hoped. I didn't have any hopes or wants from it, but that what happened is not what I wanted. Mm. So basically no. like he, it's that 
So he's like in the real world. He's in the, he's living in the matrix. He's a normal dude. He has no knowledge of, wait, I still don't really, the matrix no, is the fake so, world, isn't it? Yes. So he's been uh, reanimated, uh, put back into the matrix mm. and they're essentially like keeping him captive there by being like, look, oh, you're yeah. being an important, you're a big important job. You're a big important busy man. No time to question things. look around. But we don't no know time. that at the beginning. We don't really find out why he's back there and stuff until later on. But at the beginning, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just a normal dude. And to be honest, at first I was like, oh, this is nice. I'd actually watch a whole film of just Neo going about a regular life. Yeah. But he was just so sad that it had to he finish was... soon. Yeah. And um, <laughs> then he basically starts to like, yeah, realize he gets all these clues he sees a bunch mm. of clips from the first movies. Yeah, he stops taking a bunch of blue pills. Yeah, there's a bunch of blue pills that his psychiatrist is prescribed him for anxiety. Yeah, played by Neil Patrick Harris. Mm. NPH. And he basically just starts to realise and get memories of the Matrix and stuff and then some new white rabbit lady is like, come with me and I'll take you back. And then they go back and he's back in the real world and – so basically the mission of the film is to free Trinity as well, right? Would you mm. say like that's kind of the main? Yeah, to free Neo and Trinity, yeah, from the Matrix. So why, why did they have to free Neo though? Because they keep talking about how good everything is now and stuff. Why did they need to free him? Because um, they're like big fans, they're just huge I guess. Fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh, we, we gots to yeah. we gots to get him back. He's we got to. I got to ask him questions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like breaking into fucking Taylor Swift's house to be like, I have questions about your songwriting. And it's like, leave her be. It's like, I was just, I was just resting. Like, yeah. just, I just don't have time Fuck for off. this. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, should we do cast then? Yes. Okay. That's a, yeah. Because I don't know if plot lines can have a plot. I'm already so it. stressed. Okay. Um, Our Lord and Savior, yes. Keanu Reeves. Now you said, Alex, what did you think? I thought he was great. In it, you see him with a shaved head. He still fucking rocks a shaved head. And yeah. I'm just so happy for him because it's literally been 20 years. And But that's what happens when you're a supernatural being. Do you know what I mean? So mm. uh, I liked him. Did, yeah, I. he's the same. <laughs> he was Keanu. He was solid. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, he seemed. I did not like him in this, mm-hmm. um, because he seemed so flustered in everything yes. he was doing, and I was like, "You're Neo!" Like even when he mm. remember, like they like he's like, "Oh shit, that's right, I am Neo." He's still running about, be like, "What? What's going on? What?" True, actually. Yeah, not believing in his abilities and stuff. Yeah, he's not like I know karate. He's like, you said something mean about my girlfriend. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, actually. He did seem flustered. And that's annoying because like that, that was Neo in the first movie. You know, the first movie was him learning about everything and catching up on everything. Like we've done that already. We don't need that again. You're right. He was like flustered the whole way through. Even yep. like even towards the end when they're like, "Can you fly?" and he tries to fly, he's like, "No, I can't." I'm like, "We did this already. We did all of yeah. this." Yeah, yeah. We don't need to see it again. Yeah. And then he can't fly. Okay, <laughs> the flying scene. Yeah. 
Yeah, I swear at one point you could see the wires. Oh, yeah, like you, right. You could clearly see. Oh, when they're like hanging up in the air. And yeah. Stuff, and it turns out Trinity has the flying powers now. Yeah, and Neo doesn't. Yeah. Never explained. Not a reason. No, 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 no. Jealous, I think. Silly. Yeah, <laughs> the reason is jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> she can hack it. Okay, uh, Carrie Ann Moss. What did you think of her in oh, this? I think she, okay, she looked fucking incredible. She looked gorgeous. Oh my God. I hope I have her genes. I hope we are related somehow because she looks fucking mm. great. And I think she did a great job. She didn't really have a lot to do, I felt. She, she was true to Trinity. Like yes. she was still very much in touch with the character of Trinity. I mean, she also... Look, I don't know how many other roles she's had mm, okay. since Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but still very in touch with the character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because she was a real yeah. person too. So it turns out that they've put both of them back into the Matrix as mm. they use them as like an energy source or something. Yeah. Or like just to keep an eye. Just keep an eye on, on them. them. And yeah. so, yeah, so she's like a normal person. She doesn't remember being Trinity. You're right. And even when she's her normal person, she's still got that Trinity edge. And she was cool. Like, she was cool throughout yeah. this. I believed her. Mm. Uh, and I was like, she's giving this her all. Yeah. She's she's probably one of the only people on set trying not to acknowledge that this is a steaming turd coming fresh out the oven. When do you think they realized it was a te- steaming turd fresh out the oven? Uh, for Keanu Reeves, day one on set. Day one. Yeah. He walked in and he was – not even on set, in the script reads. <laughs> he was like, I – I can't. I can see him being like so nice about it, you know, so polite, but just being like, okay, so I'm so sorry that I'm not, maybe I'm not following, but um, so you're saying that Neo has created a video game called The Matrix? And they're like, yep. What do you think of that? Look, I think that's something that we can work on. (laughs) I think that's something that we could definitely look at. Mm. But you know what's so fucking weird is Lana Wachowski wrote this. Yeah. Like, because for years they were thinking of doing a fourth one and having, like, the Wachowskis were like, "Uh uh-uh, we're out. And they were thinking of having, like, someone else write it. But she's actually written this. It's like original hands are in this. I think that she stepped in and was like, I can't let someone else write The Matrix Mm. 4. Like, I can't. Do it. And again, I think that she probably wrote something that was salvageable. Like the yeah. base story of this is like it revisits like all of the old world of the Matrix mm. and like pays homage to all of the characters that we know and love and some of us lesser known. Uh, sure. A lot of characters showing up that I was like, who Am the I meant fuck? To have a moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I reckon a bunch of hands got on it and changed it yeah. and added a lot to it and maybe took some vital plot points away from it. Um, I would like to think that Lana didn't write the video game part of it. That's yeah. where – that's the crux of it being shit for me. Like if yeah. the video – the self-referential video game thing wasn't part of it at all and he was just a regular guy – and they somehow worked that into him remembering and getting confused and stuff. I think that would have been heaps better. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you've got all those other fucking characters like that work at the game company. And I don't know, they were just weird and like these nerds, but they weren't nerds. And 
And it just turns out they were all agents and uh, it got very complicated. Yeah, they were obnoxious. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. It was that I, did, I didn't really properly get into it until like that was done and they were back in the actual Matrix mm. universe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Priyanka Chopra was uh, f- friend of the podcast. In this movie. Yeah. Beloved uh, actress of the podcast. Yeah. Priyanka. And betrothed to Chopra. aforementioned Nick Jonas. Enemy of the podcast. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm being facetious. Uh, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, I didn't even know it was um, her. I realised I actually don't know what Priyanka Chopra looks like until now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she was there. Look, she was there. She was part of the cast of characters that uh, did not need to be mm. there. Like they like really fleshed out this movie with revisiting characters. Like uh, I think her character's name San- Santi. Okay. No, let me look that up. I, I don't want to confirm or deny. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be rude to Priyanka Chopra, even though she's mega rich. <laughs> Sorry, Alexia. That's all right. While you're doing that, just a quick throwaway. Did you notice? (laughs) I can't imagine this was a Wachowski decision. Did you notice that the cafe that they go to is called Simulate? Like simulate. Oh. But simulate. Okay. So it's just that. Come on, guys. (laughs) Really? Really? This fucking that's, like okay. That I, was like I just I that's got to have missed someone's hands. Like yeah, come on. Well, it's like I saw a great TikTok uh, the other day of this stand-up comic being like, man, people like thinking the Matrix is real. It's like the boldness of the people who run the Matrix <laughs> to then be like, hey, what if we just like make a movie? <laughs> Exactly describing what we're doing. Exactly describing what we're doing. They'll never get it. They won't pick it up. We're such little stinkers. (laughs) I'm going to find that. I'm going to put it on (laughs) Insta for y'all. Oh, okay. So Priyanka Chopra, uh, Jonas, plays Sati, who's like uh, the grown version of a program from like uh, one of the uh, the second or third movie. I don't know which one. Him in the train station. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, sh- no idea how that fits into. Yeah. They they leave a lot anything. of like context explaining out. Yeah. Yeah. They're but like. For a movie that's doing a fourth 20 years after the third, they do leave out. They do expect us to remember fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like also um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, yeah. Why did we go there? Mm. What they were like? Oh, everything's actually sick here now. We love look it. Look around, it's so good. We and have I'm like, strawberries it now. Looks awful. It looks bad. It looks really ugly, you guys. Like, I don't know if you want to have another go at it. Yeah. Some more colors in there. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we made six strawberries. I'm like, <laughs> we fixed it. I'm sorry, call me crazy, but you're gonna have to do a lot more than that to entice <laughs> me. Yeah, it still looks awful and ugly. And so I didn't – did you know that, like, the old black lady that came on screen, did you know that that was Jada Pinkett Smith's character oh, yeah. grown up? Oh, yeah. I didn't even put that she, together. I had, I had to look it up. She was giving the performance 
of a very small increment of time, which was the exact time she was allotted to appear on screen, was the only character work she put in because she was doing the worst job of acting like an old lady. Rude. She's like, she's shaking her, all of her limbs. She's like, move, like doing that thing where she's drying her lips like constantly. <laughs> And I'm like, you're hamming it. Up. You're being mean to old people <laughs> this now. This is offensive, Jada. <laughs> like, and she's just, and her character was like so up and down of like being like oh, this yeah. wise old no woman and then being, I'll say it, a real bitch. Oh, a, a real of, for, old dry-lipped bitch. For no reason. No reason. Mm-hmm. So mean to bugs. That girl. Yeah. So mean to her. And Bugs is like kind of spearheading this whole thing. Bugs was like, I think, the only character that I liked. Oh, I really like Bugs. Bugs. was putting, dare I say, her whole pussy into this. Mm -hmm. And that's not gendered. I'll say that about anyone. I think that's my favorite thing to say about people at the moment. I'm definitely. (laughs) When they do a good job. (laughs) She was was holding this all together. Like she had Keanu Reeves just. I don't know, guessing his lines <laughs> alongside her. And she's like, please, this is the biggest role I've ever had. Do you know? I need you to pull it together, Reeves. Do you know why there might be another reason that it feels like she's putting everything into this and really needs this to work? Because she was actually offered a role in Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings at the same time, and she chose this movie instead. Right. Bro, fucking decision to make though. I mean, what a great like. I mean, I mean, couple of months of your life sitting on that. Yeah, being like, which one is it going to be? Twenty year follow up to one of the biggest franchises in all time, or a brand new movie in one of the biggest franchises of all time, but might not. You know, like the Shang Chi. And unfortunately, I think she could have done so so fucking good in Shang Chi. She, do you know who she was meant to be? No, I don't know, actually. Okay. That'd be interesting. Right. So she she described that moment of deciding the two movies as a red pill, blue pill moment. <laughs> she was paid to say that. Yep. She was paid. There was no way. I think she was also, yeah, just like trying to make it like that she made the right decision. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 no. I, lo- I love The Matrix. Like, I love it. Like, if anything, this is a red pill, blue pill moment, so that's why I chose it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Patrick oh yeah Harris what did you think of I thought he was very good at being Neil Patrick Harris Uh, yeah he did it very well very good job but not the funny Neil Patrick Harris not the Doogie Howser how I met your mother NPH we're talking like oh sorry yeah you mean the 2D cardboard yes Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, 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 yes. The serious reading my lines, Neil Patrick Harris. That's who we had. Yeah. And he did it great. <laughs> you just did it in the cadence there. Really? Reading my lines. Yes. That, Neil Patrick oh Harris. Oh, my God. That sounds exactly like it. Reading my lines. It's always like kind of a bit broken <laughs> and yeah. jumping out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of NPH? 
Uh, I think he needs to wait another 10 years to age out of the face that still screams Barney Stinson every single time I see his face. Fuck, so true. Or change the hair color or something. Something. Yeah. Yeah. There's too much Barney in him. (laughs) I wish, I wish I could, because Skip was saying that he's like, I don't see it when I see him on screen. And I'm like, what a, what a privileged life you must lead. As in he's not seen the show, How I Met Your Mother, or he just doesn't. No, 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 no. We use it to fall asleep because Good. in the first second you're like, I know everything that's going to happen. All the Good night, ladies Good and night. gentlemen. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> that is a great falling asleep show. Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So he can't see it. He can't see Barney. Mm. No. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Must be nice. Is that a real red pill, blue pill moment? No, it's not. I don't know. <laughs> um. Talking about uh, other characters from previous films that have come back and we're meant to be like amazed that they're there, but we didn't oh, yeah, recognize sorry. them. We Speaking still of haven't that, gone through all of them. Well, there was one. So this a funny little anecdote. So Joe Pantoliano, the guy who played the cross, the double crosser in the first one. Yes. Um, he appeared as the first film as Cypher, expressed interest in April of 2020 in reprising his role despite his character's death in the first instalment and messaged Lana Wachowski about the possibility of bringing him back, but he received no response from her. <laughs> He's like said it in multiple interviews that someone was like, so why aren't you in the new Matrix movie? And he was like, I don't know, you'll have to ask Lana. <laughs> Oh, no, same goes for fucking Morpheus, Lawrence Fishburne. He wanted to be in it too and just was never contacted to be Morpheus. I mean, let's be real. They can't afford Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, probably. Let's be fucking real. They will be like, hey, we can give you like $25 (laughs) and a branded water bottle. (laughs) And you still got the glasses from the first movies, right? Yeah, those still count. Yeah. They still count as payment. He probably, they're probably scared that he would read the script and be like, oh, oh I'm not going to be as polite as old Keanu over here. This sucks. Yeah. You know what? Never mind. Never mind, actually. Oh, okay. Can I talk about uh, an actor who I loved in this? Yes. Jonathan Groff, who played the new uh, Agent Smith. Smith. Oh, yeah. He was great. He is a delight. And he's adorable. He, right. Such a cutie. Handsome. Very handsome. Loved. And the range, because he also, you've seen Hamilton, yeah? The one on Disney+. Plus. No, I haven't. Is he in that? Okay. Yes. Is he a, he's a singman? Yes. <gasps> and he's also in fucking Frozen as well. What? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I can see him on a Broadway stage. He's got that, yeah, he's got that theater yeah. kid energy for sure. Yeah, he plays the king in Hamilton, which if you've seen it, you'll be like, that man, that same funny, funny, talented man. Yeah. Wow. Is in this. Okay. Well, good for Lana then. Yeah. She got it and then he also right is in Mindhunter as well. Uh, That's where I know a- him from. Yeah. Yeah, he's the main yes. I fucking knew I'd recognize him. He's the main FBI guy, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's the one. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, I like him a lot. Did you get straight away that he was Agent Smith? 
Uh, kind of. Did you follow the plot line in general? <laughs> uh, for most of it. Okay. Like, I'm going to say 55%. Okay. And then... Uh, the other 45, I was like, where are we? What is happening? Oh, I, Sorry, Alex just matrixing under the plot. Yeah. Just be like, it's all going over. Yeah. It's all going over my head. <laughs> that was me the entire movie. What's that exposition? Pew! Pew. Judged it. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I just didn't really, but I didn't. again, I didn't expect to. And this is a movie that you can kind of watch and if you don't get everything that's going on, you can still get the general gist. It's not one of the ones where you're like, well, what the fuck am I even watching? Yeah. Um, as long as you just realise that he's in the real world, like he's in the Matrix and then he's not in the Matrix anymore and they have to s- save Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think there's much of importance as yeah. such. That's it. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. There is one more character I would like to talk about right. before we wrap up. Uh, and that is the new Morpheus. Oh, yes. What did you think of him? Look, I was very distracted by why there was a new Morpheus for a while. It took me a, a while to get on board with what the fuck was going on. Um, mm. And then I had to Google, is Lawrence Fishburne dead? Because I thought for some reason <laughs> he must be dead. That's why he's not there. So once I got through all that, I really liked him. I thought he was very mm. charming, very charismatic, really good actor. And I thought like he, to me, seemed like what another version of Lawrence Fishburne's Morpheus, like a younger version would be like. Mm. Uh, what did you think? I really liked him. Again, as the same actor as Bugs. I was like, you guys are really yeah. trying to make this good. And you're really, both of you, both pussies being poly. Pulley foot? Pulley foot in there. <laughs> Pulley foot into it. <laughs> yeah, he did put his whole pussy into that, like for sure. Yeah. Um, and because it, it was a big role to fill and I wasn't uh, immediately like, fuck this guy. What the fuck are you doing? I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, actually. Right. And his his beginning line, like when he first meets Neo is it's not his first line in the movie, but when he first meets Neo, was like, oh, this could go either way because he makes a joke yeah. He, yeah. Um, about old Morpheus. But he, the way he performed it made it not cheesy and not lame yeah. and made it actually like, okay, so this is just a cool guy. This guy's just yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out to, to, to new Morpheus. Yeah. All right. Well, um, okay. well. <laughs> I don't have a lot more to say than that. What about you? I uh, I think we're, I'm ready to wrap it up. I'm ready to ready to go. Right. Uh, I'm also literally sweating my titties off. As yeah, well. let's get you back into bed. Um, question number one, Alexia. Yes. Uh, I can probably tell with how much you're sweating. Mm. I'm guessing this movie made you horny. Oh my god, slipping off my seat. <laughs> nope. No, no horn. Oh. Unfortunately, not even for Keanu. Like it just mm. like, felt like this role there wasn't a there wasn't heart in it. It's not like yeah. his other recent roles in in the John Wicks and stuff. Like, and oh, we didn't even mention you found that interview clip where he was on the Graham Norton show, and he was so beautiful and he was so excited for the movie and he was so happy and saying such lovely things. I had really high hopes, but yeah, I don't know. It just felt like there, his heart wasn't completely in it. Yeah. Therefore, I can't get horny unless Keanu's heart's in it. Yeah. yeah. Unless we feel that he's being looked after. Exactly. Yeah. What about you? 
Uh, I thought Carrie Ann Moss stunning, mm. gorgeous. Mm. Um, I will say Jonathan Groff. Yes, quite handsome. Mm-hmm. I was I was t- taken oh. with him. I would say mm. Liam Neeson style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a dangerous kink. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> especially in the but, this global. Environment, my God. Exactly. Travel in these days. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't like I wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Dripping. Nah. You weren't flipping off your seat. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't ready to jerk off Hollywood like Hollywood <laughs> is willing to jerk itself off. It's just it and its hand tonight. That's a correct, yeah. <laughs> very old pink song. Uh, would you recommend this movie on a date? Um, yes. Oh, yeah. I would. Uh, because, one, you don't need to have seen any of the other Matrixes. Mm. They show you the first movie f- throughout the entire of this <laughs> <Her> movie. <baby. laughs> um, I would say get uh, have at least two glasses of, mm-hmm. I would say, white wine beforehand because yeah. we know – uh, white wine hits a different. Yeah. It hits different it's to any different. other form of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I would say continue drinking throughout it and just go in to have fun. Yeah. Yes. Don't go in to learn. Don't go in to, you know, honour the other films in the franchise. Do not honour. Like, Mm-mm. it is just, yeah, it's fun. It's funny. Yeah. And like we said, it ends on a Marvel Cinematic Universe note. Yeah. I was half expecting there to be an end of credit scene. <laughs> uh, so, Alexia, how many simulates? <laughs> oh, my God, I hate it. <laughs> out of five do you give this film? Oh, I'm going to be brutal because I'm sweaty, but it's going to mm-hmm. be a one. It was a, okay, it shit. was hard. It was a it was a slog. What about you? Yeah. Okay. Throughout up until <laughs> the last minute, I was going to say a 3. Nice. I was willing to give it a 3. The whole time I was like, "Come on, it's not as bad as people are saying." Yeah. And the, it's not great. Nostalgia and blah blah blah. Sure. Yeah. I'm still having a good time. It's a bit crazy, but I'm still having a good time. And then that last minute, it went all the way back down <laughs> to a one. Straight As from three to one. As they soared through the skies, your rating plummeted to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Me and, me and Skips looked at each other and we, we both looked away from the screen in embarrassment. <laughs> hands shielded, looking at the ground. As if being like, I, is that the first edit? <laughs> they, Were we meant to see really? this? I, they sh- I think they sh- someone they needs to tell the them. Containers. <laughs> this is the joke ending, right? This can't be real. This is just for them, right? Yeah, this is an inside joke, right? Great. <laughs> right. So I sadly give it a one. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's fair. And that was you guys, the Matrix Resurrections. We release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, please join us next week. We have a very big, uh, exciting episode. Um, we are doing the fifth element. 
uh, with the very funny and talented Jackie Cation from the Dork Forest. Yes, and the Jackie and Laurie show. Yes. So excited for that one, you guys. And if you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast in any way, shape, or form, you can subscribe. Yes, you can leave us a review. Yes, on iTunes, and you can leave reviews on Spotify as well. Uh, just, it's easy. It's one click. Oh, give us a star. It's anonymous too. You don't even have to. We don't even have to know your name. Just be like, I love it. I mean, Go. Have I it. mean, don't give us a star. Give us five stars. Five stars, five stars please. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Yeah, forget the anonymous um, thing. It's very anonymous. All right. Yeah. You know exactly. Yeah, give yeah, us yeah. your address. So. Yeah, All right. and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, we have ad-free tier. We have a $7 a month tier with a bunch of bonus content, including videos of each episode. Uh, we have bonus episodes about special topics um, and also just catch-ups as well because mm. uh, we've got a lot of guests coming up over the next couple of weeks. So you won't be getting that blabby part at the top, <laughs> but if you miss that Head on over to the Patreon. That's where it's it lives now. All the blabs is right over there. Yeah. yeah. And we have merch, yes. as always. Dudesinemapod.com.au for tote bags and stickers. Speaking of merch, big shout out once again to our beautiful cinemate Trevor, who is taking our tote bag on another trip around the world. This time we are in Colombia. And so he sent us a bunch of photos of our tote bag traveling around Colombia. So thank you, Trevor. We love it. Oh, hell yes. We're seeing the sights even though we're in isolation. (laughs) And finally, Cinemates. And to Alexia, Akumite to you. And Akumite to you and yours. And scene. Scene!